Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, whenever you are. Hello and welcome back to the show, which is The Many Versions of You, and I'm your hostess, Rachel Gagliardi, and today's episode is going to be kind of cringe, kind of cheesy, kind of corny, but... This podcast is definitely all of those things, so maybe you're used to it, and maybe that's why you're here. So today's episode is called Believing in You, which is going to be about how to believe in yourself more, advocating for your own needs, being your own cheerleader, knowing how and when to get out of your own way, and getting inspired by yourself, falling in love with yourself, being all about yourself, being your own hype man, being your own president of your own fan club. Like, let's bring that kind of energy into today's episode. Because of all the research I've done so far, it's about fun, joy, levity, and trust. Like, if I'm really being succinct about it, people who are having fun and who are confident and are exuding, you know, a relaxed body language and really just feeling themselves are magnetic people that you want to be around. And it's a contagious, infectious kind of energy when you're around someone who really does exude inner confidence. So I feel like it's about the concept of self-belief and a mindset shift, a reframe, a fresh perspective, realizing that all things worthwhile take time and sometimes you really have to like adjust your timeline and your expectations with things because I think when you have too much planning involved it leads to a lot of anxiety which can lead to the self-doubt so we're trying to be very present and connecting to that inner wisdom that intuition and I think it's just the ability to see outside of yourself and without comparing because I think the more that you can focus the conversation, the daily habits, the wants and needs around yourself in a non-selfish way but in a self-love kind of energy, the better. We do not want to be diminishing ourselves. We do not want to be talking down to ourselves. We want to be avoiding all of the negative self-chatter. We want to embrace the positive. But I am not going to be suggesting positive affirmations because they are not really my thing. 
And that might be because I'm coming at it from a pretty negative mindset and I need to shift more to like a neutral spot before I go straight to a positive affirmation because real talk I have a lot of limiting self-beliefs and I have a lot of things that I think are true about myself that I'm trying to reframe as opinions I have of myself and not facts that are true. So, yeah, there's definitely something there. Like, what did I write down about this? I wrote down, okay, like, ask yourself, what are you using as a scapegoat? Like, when you are hitting a wall with something, when you have a negative thought that you still can't outgrow, even though you know it to be false or... It's causing a lot of friction in your day-to-day or it's like standing in the way of you achieving something. So, for instance, for example, like let's get really real today. I'm struggling a lot in believing in myself and it's feeling like a lot of self-sabotage and it's also feeling a lot like this like familiar pattern that I feel like I always think I've come so far and then when I'm hit with an obstacle it's like no I haven't come that far (laughs) you know um so yeah what are you using as a scapegoat is it blame shame what ifs denial fear avoidance comparison expectations like For me right now, I'm in the process of trying to shop around my record and even just saying it out loud, like it feels corny, it feels cringe. I come from such a DIY background and such a punk community, which has been everything to me. And... I think I have a lot of like attachment to doing everything myself and it comes down to a lot of control issues and it comes down to a lot of perfectionism and maybe even some imposter syndrome. So you could refer back to my episode about that, which was called destroying imposter syndrome. Um, because there is a, there is a function of self-sabotage. There is a reason why we are, you know, inherently built to sort of protect ourselves. And that is what anxiety and fear is all about, is like that inner self-protection mode that our brain wants to go to, that like flight or fight response because it is so just like primal to want to flee when a sign of a threat (laughs) presents itself. But we can use our rational brain and a lot of tools to snap out of that. So You need something tangible, first off. I talked about this before in the episode about imposter syndrome. A success file. 
You need something to refer back to in moments of self-doubt. Because it's, you're going to have moments of self-doubt when you're trying to achieve something big. And also, especially when you're trying to achieve something you've never done. So, real talk again. So for me right now, I'm trying to put out a full-length album as my solar project, Pouty. I've never done that before. It feels incredibly awkward. A lot of growing pains. Super unfamiliar. And yet... I majored in music industry, and I was in a very successful band for a second. So very successful, oh my gosh, like in quotes. But, you know, again, no limiting beliefs. No, I can't bring myself down. (laughs) The band was successful. The band is successful. The band makes me money right now to this day, even though we don't play shows. And I haven't been in part of an active project in years so yes I have a lot of experience in the music industry and releasing music I have put out a lot of songs and a lot of EPs which I even have a playlist that I will link in this episode that I already think I linked in the imposter syndrome episode probably but of all the songs I've released, I have a, a, a Spotify playlist of all of the songs I've sang on, played bass on, played drums on, played guitar on, that I wrote, whatever. All my pouty stuff, all my slut ever stuff, and anything that I did while I was in the band, Upset. Shout out to Upset. Shout out to Allie. Shout out to Patty. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to the fact that I've done all these releases, but it doesn't negate the fact that I've never done a full-length pouty album. So I've never had a label put out a record for me, technically. Yes, I've had stuff on labels, but for the most part, I've done a lot of self-release. For this album, I'm trying to be really serious and I'm trying to come correct and step into my power and feel my most worthy self and it's hard and it's making me feel a lot of inadequacy and a lot of like shame about why didn't I try harder before and like a a lot of wasted opportunity kind of is the immediate feeling that comes up is like guilt and shame. Like I I should know how to do this. I should have done this by now. I should have more resources, whatever. Should is what I'm doing as a scapegoat right now. I'm doing all of it. The expectations, the fear, the shame, the blame, the denial that I'm a skilled songwriter who deserves to be on a label you know and I just need to recognize that these are opinions and not facts the facts are on my side in this instance actually like I do literally have something to show for myself musically so yeah I don't know you can ask yourself I have this written down like ask yourself what would my ideal self be doing 
my ideal self would be taking a lot of the emotions out of this situation. And I'd be focusing more on what I can actually complete, which I am doing a good job of that, though. I'm like, I have a ton of to-do lists. I have a ton of deadlines that are all self-imposed. So I have been doing a fair amount of tangible work on this. But it's basically like avoiding these negative thought spirals. Because once you're there, there is no self-awareness. And without the self-awareness component, there is no believing in yourself. Because there's no self to acknowledge. (laughs) You know, it's like the lack of self-awareness will lead to a lack of self-belief. So... I think something really cool to try out would be, you know, recognizing the secret power of imagination. By the way, a lot of this has been compiled from many different resources, articles, TikToks, creators, all kinds of stuff. So this might be flowing in a lot of directions. But just go with me. I woke up this morning and I went over to my husband's restaurant, Pinion. Shout out to Pinion in Ojai. I feel like I haven't really wanted to say like where I live or anything on this. I don't know why. I'm pretty visible on the internet. So, but yeah, so I went over there this morning and I had my notebook out and I just started you know, free writing, and this whole episode kind of just came together today, which is sometimes how my process goes, but not usually. I usually don't think of the concept the day of. So, and then when I was there, actually, uh, a Mannequin Pussy song came on, which, shout out to Mannequin Pussy, my good friends, and... They actually are in town right now, and I'm hopefully going to see them while I'm here, or while they're here, and while I go to L.A. I'm going to L.A. tomorrow. And anyway, what did I bring this up for? Oh, right, because one of their songs was on, and Who You Are. And one of the lines is, Who Taught You to Hate the Way You Are? I love who you are, you know, it's like so much. And so I just took that as such a synchronicity. I wrote that line down in my notebook as I was sort of just journaling because a lot of it, I think, is such a perspective issue. And if you have the perspective that you need to treat yourself the way you would treat your friends, your best friend. And for me right now, it's like I'm learning to treat myself the way that I treat my daughter, which is it's so much easier to treat someone else better than you're treating yourself, for me, personally. But why? Like, why is that? 
I guess a lot of reasons, a lot of programming, a lot of media, a lot of comparison, you know, it's kind of sad. If you think about it all too much, it's sad because when you're young, it's just so easy to be so brave and courageous and just be like the opposite of humble, (laughs) you know. And I think I wrote something down about pride because I think it's it's really hard to find that right balance. <sighs> what did I write down? I wrote down fake it till you make it because I think that's a, 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 a way to approach this. It's a creative solution to how to believe in yourself. If you keep telling yourself something over and over, and you tell yourself it enough, it does start to feel more true. So you might as well use this to your advantage and be telling yourself positive things and not negative things. Duh, obviously. But I think it's also about like being careful with the negative thought spirals. Like if you believe something and say something instinctively, reflectively, over and over and over again about yourself... I'm not good enough, whatever, it'll never happen for me, it's my fault, these feelings of guilt and shame and adequacy, it all goes very hand in hand with the imposter syndrome, like that feeling of like, why am I here, I shouldn't be here, I don't have the right to be here, the, the self-deserving part that is lacking, <laughs> the lack of self-deserve or whatever, um, it's it's dangerous like don't spend too much time in your own head putting yourself down because we know that it does have a lot of like lasting impact and fake it till you make it like believe that you can do it and you can do it (laughs) like how to believe in yourself like believe that you can believe in yourself (laughs) step one you know it it's very it seems like an obvious concept and a lot of this self-help bee stuff thing, like they do, they do feel very obvious when you say them. However, that doesn't mean that it's easy and it doesn't mean that it's very attainable. It is something that you really do have to practice and work at the consistency of it. Like every day, if you have these, little times in the day set aside for self-reflection. That is setting yourself up for success in connecting with yourself. And the more connection you have with yourself, the easier it is to trust yourself. And what did I write down? I wrote down, self-trust is just belief in disguise. I found that from a cute girl on TikTok. Yeah, you just need to trick yourself sometimes, you know, (laughs) push yourself outside of your comfort zone and face the fears that are standing in your way. Bringing yourself joy, I think making yourself a playlist of songs that make you feel really good, like a workout style playlist, but like it doesn't have to have anything to do with working out. Oh yeah, and the concept of the secret power of imagination. So 
allowing yourself to go hardcore in daydreaming mode. The more that you can feel that you're having an experience that's making you feel joyful and like fully getting lost in your desires the better that's it's a great thing it's there's no such thing as like too much daydreaming I think because you're getting in tune with what you really want deep down and it's aligning you with your priorities I wrote down so I wrote some I I, I mentioned pride and allowing yourself to feel proud I think it's really important to feel pride in yourself as often as you can genuinely proud of yourself not in a narcissistic energy not in a positive affirmation energy but in a I did this I already did it and it felt amazing and recalling that feeling of genuine pride in something you've accomplished this goes hand in hand with the concept of a growth mindset so there's two different mindsets that we can kind of focus on for this a growth mindset and a fixed mindset so we want to be cultivating a growth mindset you believe that intelligence and talent can be developed with practice and effort as opposed to a fixed mindset, which is more about viewing those qualities as innate and unchangeable. Which I feel like this goes back in and in with the concept of imposter syndrome. Like, you can always improve. So there is no need to feel like an imposter because you can just keep getting better and smarter and braver and more courageous and less fearful and less doubtful. And that's how you can learn how to believe in yourself because it's about the possibility, the possibility of these things. You can change. Change is constant and it's the only constant that everything is in flux. So why would you tell yourself these narratives of limiting beliefs when all you have to do is believe it is possible? It's like the first time someone ran a four-minute mile. We didn't believe it was even a possibility. And then someone runs a four-minute mile, and then all of a sudden people can run less than a four-minute mile. It's seeing to believe. It's the proof is in the pudding. You know, it's just letting go of staying small and lack and scarcity and moving towards the growth, the growing, the growth mindset is actually a hugely valuable tool because it gives you hope 
dude. It gives you a fresh perspective and it's energizing and it's motivating to think that you can keep getting smarter and faster and better more refined your talents aren't finite they are in fact infinite and endless and always changing like your talents are in flux so there's no need to criticize them because you can always improve you can always get singing lessons you can always get soccer lessons I don't know I'm not gonna give any more examples of that but yeah you know like you can always take a book out from the library or watch a YouTube video so it's more about creative brainstorming and problem solving and finding solutions instead of obsessing over the problems so yeah oh um a kid's book let's talk about the kid's book so the kid's book that I found in my research is called I can't do that yet and growth mindset is what it's called the book is called I can't do that comma yet semicolon growth mindset (laughs) and yeah I watched someone read it on YouTube so that I could understand the concept but basically it's a little girl, she falls asleep and has a dream about a future version of herself. So cool, so trippy, and literally the name of the pod, the many versions of you. So you know I love. And I'm gonna literally have to buy this book for my daughter. But yeah, anyway, the moral of the story and the line that stuck out with me is this older version of the girl talking to the younger version and she says I'm a possible version of you in the future the only thing different about you and me is time (laughs) it's like yeah mic drop moment (laughs) that little kid's book taught me more than any of the other TikToks or YouTubes or articles that I encountered today. And, but I guess I watched it on YouTube. So, you know, anyway, yeah, the only thing different about you and me is time. Be able to recognize that. Be able to know that this you will pass and the next you is already here as I said that sentence you know it's like you are always improving if you're into this kind of stuff if you've gotten this far in this episode of this podcast you're into self-improvement yeah newsflash so that's good baby steps like just practicing listening to things about believing in yourself is strengthening that muscle And another kid's book I found in my research is called Your Fantastic Elastic Brain. Stretch it, shape it. And that book's all about the ability to stretch and grow your own brain, which is powerful. 
you know, the neuroscience of that is, yeah, it's motivating. We have the power of good on our side here. You can always start anew. And just because you didn't believe in yourself yesterday doesn't mean that you can't believe in yourself tomorrow, you know? Luckily, it's not really a linear journey like that. But once you do cultivate that growth mindset, you're not really going to go backwards to a fixed mindset. It's more so moving away from that negativity and more towards, yeah, having optimism, being optimistic about yourself. And the law of assumption is something else I wrote down. Let's see what I wrote about that. The law of assumption. How do you deal with your doubts? Oh, I remember when. I remember when technique. Okay, this is good. I have so many things in this episode. It's starting to get long, which is 30 minutes. I'm like, it's so long, but I listened to like three-hour podcasts. Shout out to Busy Phillips podcast. But for me, I like to keep them fairly succinct because it's just me talking here and there's no ads. So think about that. But I would take any sponsors. So shout out to any potential sponsors. I remember when I didn't have any podcast sponsors. That's it. That's the technique. That was so natural. I remember when. So yeah, basically you just... Put yourself in the position to reframe your problems. I remember when I didn't have a label for my record. I remember when my record wasn't out and I was doubting it would ever come out. I remember when I was afraid to release my record. (laughs) I remember when I used to have limiting beliefs. It's that. It's, It's a little bit about the tricking yourself there. It's also a little bit about that like time hopping, interacting with the future you, envisioning that ideal version of yourself and kind of like spending time with them, you know, that's that imagination and and that will really quickly give you clarity in what is important to you and where your priorities are. Like, for me, I'm just really trying to move past this hurdle of figuring out who's going to put out this record. Am I going to put it out myself? Is it going to be on this big, huge label? Is it going to be on Warner Brothers Records? (laughs) No, it's not because I don't want it to be because I'm not going to send it to them. But why not? It's good enough. I remember when my record wasn't on Warner Brothers, but now... I have three hit records on Warner Brothers music. I don't know why Warner Brothers came up. It's like the most capital, I don't know, Geffen? What what is like the most huge label? This is the main issue is that I haven't spent enough time envisioning what it will feel like to put this record out and envisioning the ideal scenarios. And I'm trying to walk away from that fixed mindset 
and really, really, really trying to learn how to believe in myself because it will be so helpful and so useful. And yeah, the concept of tapping into the beliefs about yourself and how you see yourself and the assumptions that we have about ourselves. That is the that is what is known as self-concept. So we really want to strengthen our concept of ourselves. We want to know our deepest desires and we want to have action steps to get us there. So something else I wrote down. <sighs> so many notes. I wrote down set and achieve attainable goals. So this can look like daily to-do lists. Being able to cross something off the list and reinforce that feeling of self-fulfillment. Being able to achieve something, even if it's something small. That feels good. And then you get to sort of like interact with the energetics of what it feels like for you to feel good and then it becomes more of a familiar concept that you not only want to keep engaging with but you start knowing how to engage with it and your confidence starts building as you reach goals obviously so then once you have that confidence component I mean then you got it all So practice routines that bring you joy. And oh yeah, something else to do would be ask people that you trust what they love about you. And not in a like fluff me up kind of way, but genuinely. This could could be like an email or something that you don't do on the spot kind of, you know, like maybe allow the person to really fully come up with something that they're, you know, excited to show you. Don't, uh uh-oh, Madonna's calling me. Don't be facetious about it. Like, don't be like, you know, self-deprecating. Be serious and ask them. And this is like vetted people who you love and you trust, who you're not going to, you know, feel like they're just telling you what you want to hear but yeah ask them what they love about you and because if the situation presented itself to you or someone that you genuinely love you could see that they were sort of struggling with feelings of inadequacy within themselves you would be so happy to tell them but you're the smartest person I know or you're the best listener or you're the sweetest. So we each have our own individual unique gifts, abilities, talents, strengths. Find people around you who can illuminate yours to you. And eventually, hopefully that can be yourself and you can really have that self-validation because once you have that component, believing in yourself, It's ubiquitous. It's just going to be your natural state of being, you know. But meet yourself where you're at. 
don't be too harsh on yourself. And I think the main driving point is the consistency. If you stay consistent with all this stuff, it's like sometimes I'm like not really sure what I'm doing with this podcast. But then in moments of clarity, I'm like this is literally just a journal for me and it feels really good to have that to refer back to I'm like oh yeah I want to listen to that destroying imposter syndrome episode because I'm already feeling a lot of those feelings and when I was doing that podcast episode I felt really confident about what I was saying so I need to sort of interact with that confidence again and remind myself you know and meet myself where I'm at. Right now, I, I do need that reassurance, even if it's from a past version of me, which is cool and trippy. But yeah, it's corny, but love and appreciate yourself, people. Self-care, baby. It's so trite, and it's so reductive, and yet it's so crucial. Like, if you love yourself, then you're going to believe in yourself because the love and the trust and the belief all go super hand in hand, obviously. And okay, what else did I write down? Okay, so yeah, the tangible takeaway, the homework would definitely be to write down a list of all your strengths, all your skills, everything you're proud about, everything you love about yourself, all the things that are undeniably true. And more facts than opinions is better here because you really do want to just reinforce that feeling of confidence and yeah, is that the app? Is there anything I didn't get to? Oh, okay. So going hand in hand with the kids books. I fell into a little bit of a Sesame Street YouTube video rabbit hole and I found the episode where Janelle Monet is on it and the song is Power of Yet and the lyrics are literally meant for my two-year-old daughter but when something doesn't work out don't give up keep trying you'll learn how just breathe. Don't lose control. The power of yet. So it's that I can't do that yet. It's that growth mindset. The power of yet, possibility, and imagination. Those are all themes of the episode that I think are really joyful you know and that's where you really got to operate when you want to have that self-belief you gotta stay light and positive and yeah soak in that feeling of self-gratitude self-love appreciation for where you've come from where you've been from that past versions of yourself that you've outgrown, from those future versions of yourself that you're going to be in all of. Yeah, 
I feel really good about this episode today. I'm really hoping you guys got something out of it. I'm just going to double check that I really got through everything. Oh, and another really important aspect would be um, being able to self-regulate your emotions because, I mean, that could be a whole episode itself. Let me know if you're interested in that as a future episode. But yeah, if you can operate from a really strong foundation and a place of self-assurance and a feeling of peace within yourself, it just, yeah, this becomes so second nature and something to do this with would be maybe like meditation. Allow yourself moments of total silence in the day, of no external stimulation, of no distractions. Come back to yourself and allow that feeling of, you know, peace within. I think that that's a really good way of strengthening that self-trust muscle. Um, yeah. And, and coming back to yourself, that kind of reminds me of the episodes that I did. Uh, the quickest way to you would be a good one to revisit if, or if you haven't listened yet. And grounding into the core you. It's really like the more you know yourself, the better. Because the more you know yourself, the more you trust yourself, the more you trust yourself, the more you believe in yourself, the more you believe in yourself, the more you love yourself. It's all cyclical, you know? So, yeah, cool. I think that's most of it. Oh, and, and I wrote down, um, pinpoint what particular aspects about yourself that you are doubting. Is it your abilities? Is it your goals? Is it your career, your love life, your location? What are you doubting? Get really, really specific about it. And then analyze that. Is it opinion? Is it a fact? Is it mutable, changeable, fixed? Is there the possibility that more abundance can flow there. That's like some sort of like vibrational frequency kind of thing. Like the more that you can see your desires as desires that are in line with who you are versus things that you want that you don't have. I think this was a TikTok that I, I'll, I'll share this TikTok. It was, um, a video I watched with Big Sean and it was him saying, I no longer say I want because that's implying that I am lacking something. So now it's more about my intention is, my desire is, which I love that little shift right there. Super subtle, but the more that you can step away from that self-pity is what I'm looking for, that that self-pity mode and step into the daydreamy, aspirational, like self-fulfillment. I, I desire to achieve this because it's always been there for me. It's always been my dream, you know? versus I want that. I don't have that. Why can't I have that? I'll never have that. I don't have that. It's not mine. You know, it's like super subtle, but yeah, 
I liked that. I didn't write that down, but that was definitely worth a watch. So I will link that. I will link a lot of things today. I feel like I've got a lot of stuff to link. Um, maybe I'll link my old episodes that I've heard back to, the kids' books, Power of Yet song. Yeah, this is like a fun, you know, this doesn't have to be scary. And this is some self-introspection that I think everybody can benefit from. This is therapeutic, is the word. (laughs) Anyway, 45 minutes. I'm really impressed with myself that something that I've been struggling with, not only just this week, but this year, this album cycle for sure, it's, it was a fun episode. And yeah, I, I feel like I stayed away from a lot of my fear and doubt in this. So yeah, it really is just about that perspective shift, the, the reframing and operating from a joyful place. So with that being said, hope you loved it. If you loved it, send it to a friend that it would be useful for because I love when my friends send me podcasts. And yeah, please rate, review, subscribe, follow me on Instagram at the many versions of you is the podcast Instagram. And then my personal is at Principessa Pouty. And the name of my band is Pouty. My debut album, I remember when my debut album wasn't out yet. (laughs) My debut album is coming, I promise. I can't wait for you guys to hear these songs. It's going to be really such a moment of pride for me when I get to blast them and make TikToks with them. (laughs) Anyway, this has been another episode of The Many Versions of You. I'm your host, Rachel. I literally love you guys. You are my people. And I'm really grateful that you spent this time with me. So, yeah. Ciao.